Hey everyone, and welcome back to BU with BU. Today's episode is from a backstage pass event at Prove It HQ. During a Q&A, Brian was asked how he personally feeds faith when fear arises in his life. So my question for you, Brian, is when fear arises for you, and I'm sure there's plenty of it with like, you know, just being a CEO, prove it. Um, how do you switch gears? How do you go from the fuck fear to feed faith? Ooh, I like that. Well, I mean, so, sometimes I get caught in my own head. I mean, I, I'm human. Everybody's human. I think that, um, but I think that for me, it's a reminder, that whole saying is a reminder of like what I am feeding. Mm-hmm. And the reality of it is you get to choose, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think awareness is 90% of the battle yeah. is once people become aware, wait a minute, I'm operating out of this fear, then they have a conscious ability to redirect their energy and i think that sometimes it's faster than it is you know the more we do it the quicker we can adjust and shift you know for some people that fear becomes paralyzing but as we get through it the next time it might not take us four days in bed it might take us two the next time it might take us a day and then i think we come up with our own antidotes i mean for me i know that when i'm feeling that way sometimes i think it's okay to to take a day and to cry or to to feel that, but don't live there, right? So for me, I just know with my, the things that, when I say training, the things I program myself with and then applied to, like I'll go walk, I'll start walking, I'll start moving my body, even if I don't wanna work out, I'll work out. So like when I'm going through struggles, you'll see me working out or walking more than I'm not. When I'm content and, you know, happy and and relaxed and you know that's when that's when always things sneak up behind us then i'm laying on the couch watching movies eating popcorn and cookies and ice cream i think every single person in here deals with a lot of very similar um, circumstances or fears and i just think that just like with what you went through Mm -hmm. um, and for me also sometimes talking about it Mm -hmm. allows me to hear myself like when i'm hearing some of the nonsense that i'm saying like if i'm talking to somebody about a struggle i'm going through i get to the solution myself like i know better but that's also because of programming because i put in the work you know for 30 years like stop method work or is it something that just switches for you or i mean is it something you tap into to help it switch or you just have to work through it is it more of a work through it kind of situation i think for everyone it's a work through it that's just this is my opinion like the stop technique is something like it doesn't mean that it's not there like it's just like it's triggering your body to think and focus what you focus on you feel so the more you focus on your your fear the more you're going to feel it right mm-hmm. um so that's why like uh, something in motion stays in motion so for me when i walk and listen to inspiring music or healthy music or a podcast like what am i putting in my brain so sometimes i have to overload those negative thoughts because your brain this is scientific this isn't me talking hyperbole our brains are programmed for survival so our pro our 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 brain is automatically programmed based on each and every one of our dna when we're born to look at the things that are the biggest threat for us like look at the things that are the scariest for us that's because we were surviving back in the caveman years right and so that's where our brains program our brain if we leave it up to our fucking brain our brain's always going to tell us the worst case scenario our brain's always going to tell us what we should fear right? What you seek, you shall find. So you have to override that, whether it's work yourself through it or 
or triggers that actually help your brain function in a way that allows it to focus on the good stuff, movement, positive things in, positive things out, you know, focus, what do you focus on, putting yourself in a good environment, laughter, you know, you can't be depressed when you're laughing and moving. That's true. You just can't. So I wish I could tell you I'm an expert on this, um, but there's a lot of things that you've learned through, that we've all learned, like like the stop technique. Like that's a, that is just an NLP. It's, it's an association program to, to help yourself snap out of where you're at, like shake the shit out of yourself, right? You know, movement, like shake your ass that Joseph always talks about. That's physiology. It's moving. So like when you're moving and you're dancing and you're having fun and you're celebrating, your brain can't go to that negative place. Yeah. Just can't. There was a Robin Williams show. Does anyone remember what it was? He was the doctor and he made people laugh. Huh? Patch Adams. Patch Adams. So like that's a great movie to, to, to remember the association of the power of physiology and laughter and and that's all your brain like that's your brain chemistry so um yeah so, I mean, so maybe I think, get out of your head a little bit more and into the heart yes you already know the shit yeah, yeah i mean <laughs> i'm not saying it's easy no it's not i'm not saying it's easy <laughs> yeah. at all like you know but also remembering greater the struggle the greater the victory like the greater the struggle that you're going through that's your door. It's a fucking door. Like whatever that struggle is, it's a door. And on the other side is all kinds of perspective and richness. And, and whether you believe in God or whatever you believe in, they're putting that door in front of you so you can walk through it. But you have to get the courage to walk through that door to see what's in store for your life. That's what life is about, right? But so many of us, we get stuck right at that door. We're scared to, to turn the handle. I had a friend of mine tell me the other day, fear is like, you know, sometimes we get the courage up to hold a gun. Well, there's a big difference in holding a gun and pulling the trigger on the gun, right? But when you start reprogramming your brain to realize that 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 fear is just a false evidence appearing real, and the harder you fall, the higher you'll bounce. And there's no one that's ever made a major impact on their children's life. I mean, look, we all make an impact on our children's life. Some good, some bad. That's the truth. Not everyone makes a positive impact on our kids. And the reality of it is, though, is the people that have the most to give back to society and to the world are the ones that are willing to go through the pain, the fear, the struggle, the the heartaches, you know, the uh, whatever it might be. And and on the other side of that, they have a richness and they have a depth that they can push forward. The ones that don't, you know, the parents that keep their kids. This is one of my greatest fears right now. For me, one of my biggest fears is that everything that I've learned, every person I've met over 30, 40 years, right? And I have sought out, like, I don't think there's anybody in the world I can't get to. Uh, that's the truth. I mean, I believe I'm one to two degree separation from name someone. And everyone that I've ever gotten to that had an impact on me just energetically, they've had a story of struggle. They've had a story of pain, suffering, but on the other side of that story is this richness and this depth that you feel when you're in their presence. And one of my greatest fears and the courage that I have to do is be willing to love my kids enough to put them in situations to where they have to feel the struggle. The struggle of life, the struggle of heartbeat, the struggle that not everything is white picket fences and rainbows and country club dinners and you know, private airplane rides and like, oh, life, let me just let me insulate you from the real fucking world. That is not one of the greatest gifts my dad gave me was 
he let me live. He, I went down and stayed the night in the projects down, and he, he didn't he didn't try to keep me from real world stuff, right? And um, I, you know, that's one of my greatest fears that it takes courage because it's my pain. Like I don't want to see my kids in pain, but if my kids don't have pain, they won't have growth. They won't have the ability to function if I'm not here. So Andy Grammer has a great song. I wish you pain, you know, and that sounds very morbid, but the song is amazing, but it's, it's a, that exact principle. So whatever it is that you're going through, embrace it, know that it's going to be fucking hell, but say, you know what? I'm going to go through it because when I go through it, I'm going to have a deeper relationship. I'm going to have a different perspective. I went two years without talking to my dad, right? And my dad was my hero. And that was hard. Like, it, it, I would have never imagined that. But without that, I wouldn't have become a man. Does that make sense? Like, I was willing to let go of that. And and for some of us, like, it, it's we're right in front of a door. And instead of walking through that door to this life that we've always dreamed of or walking through that door to have a more brilliant, vibrant rich life. Now, that doesn't mean there's not problems. There's always going to be problems and struggles when you walk through that door, but it's going to be at a higher level. The greater the the struggle, the greater the victory. The you know, the quality of problems that you can deal with are in proportion to the quality of your life. I want to have a lot of high quality problems. So, when you walk through that door, it doesn't mean you're walking out of problems because when one circumstance you get through, you will have another one come up. And the stronger you become, the bigger the hills are, right? Yeah. So it's not getting to the peak of the mountain and say, I made it. No, there's another peak. You know, Miley Cyrus has a great song called The Climb. Listen to it. Like, I run to that song. Why? Because it inspires me to realize that's what life is truly about. So, you know, and I don't think God gives any of us circumstances. I don't think there's any coincidences that we cannot handle. The question is, he believes you can handle it. Do you have the faith that you can handle it? And are you willing to see yourself as a stronger you on the other side? And I think that takes programming. That takes listening. That takes understanding. Because you already know it in your gut, but it's about acting from your gut and not acting from your fear of your head. Prove It was started literally through a major fucking struggle. Like, that's what people don't realize. Like, it, Prove It wasn't started because you had these guys who were just wealthy that had it all figured out, came together. No, I mean, it was like do or die situation major business failure like i was at the lowest of lows that i'd been in from a business perspective like but if i hadn't kept moving forward there would be no proven but i do think that we've left a big ripple effect in people's lives even if it's one person's life we would have never had that you don't know how far or how deep that can go and i'll and i will take credit for this if i hadn't kept moving forward there would be no prove it like i could have stopped and i will tell you there was, there was so much of me that did not, I was scared to death. I was beat up. I was down. I was overwhelmed. I, I had the least amount of confidence I'd ever had, but I had someone that believed in me more than I believed in me at the time. And he gave me those words. People have faith in those that have faith in other people. Get back on it. You got to do it. Let's go. Let's go. Even when I didn't want to do it, it's almost like he pushed me and forced me to do it. There's something that we all have to understand. And it's just how they catch monkeys in Africa. They go and they put these coconuts up and they have peanuts in them. And what happens is the monkey street, they, they swing from limb to limb. And finally, when they come across one of these coconuts, they see the peanuts in it and they squeeze their hand in the coconut to get to the peanuts. And they grab the peanuts. And they're holding onto those peanuts so tight that they're not willing to let go. 
They hold onto the peanuts, but they lock themselves in with their fists. They can't pull their fists back out of the coconut. Does that make sense? And then what happens is the the monkey catchers come around and they net the monkeys. Once they net the monkeys, they take them in captivity. And what we all have to realize is sometimes we're the monkey. See, the monkeys, if they understood, all they had to do is let go of where they were at, let go of the fear, let go of, of what sometimes they're holding on so tight to, they can get what they've always dreamed of. They can have their freedom, right? So it's the same analogy. You can't get to second base with your foot on first. You can't get all the way to home. If you want to come home, you got to be willing to run the bases. Thanks for listening to this episode of BU with BU. Please rate, review, and subscribe. For more content from Brian, connect with him on social at Brian Undy or shoot him a text at 502-221-9798. You can also visit his website, brianunderwood.com.